the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. And we are live. Yep, we're live. It's no pre-record here. Working hard into the evening. Um, It's been a busy day for all of us. Um, I think I have my friend Joan Pelzer here. Joan, are you with me here? I am with you. I'm sitting in the chair. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're sitting in my chair. That's cool. I'm in the big leather chair on 45th and 5th. I am all the way out in Suffolk County. Alex Garrett, how am I sounding from Suffolk County? Oh, you are sounding really good. It's like you're here with us. Both of you are, actually. So it's sounding great. Well, Joni and Alex, thank you for uh, joining the Power Hour tonight. Joan's going to play a very big part. She's got Padre Lou's libation she's going to give to us. She's going to um, tell us about a, a, a charity event that she's focused on. But um, before we get into talking about what this weekend is all about, and what, why it's a three-day weekend and why it's a federal holiday, what federal holiday it is. I want to talk about something that happened really close to home, our home, Joan, where you walk by all the time, right about this time last night when we were on the air. What happened? This jerk, this maniac, hit three people with a glass bottle right outside the Whole Foods Two blocks from our office, right across from Bryant Park. You know where that Whole Foods is, right? Right on 6th Avenue? We have gone there to buy lemons and limes many right. times for our margaritas. Yes, yeah. I do. And, like, this is what's scary. I mean, there's no excuse for the young man getting killed at, uh, two days ago. The man we spoke about last night, who they caught the guy yesterday. But that was 4 o'clock in the morning in Bed-Stuy. That's, you, you're, you're taking a risk. It's the nicest way I could put it when you're at a bus stop at four o'clock in the morning in bed Now, maybe if you're not from Brooklyn or New York City, you don't know that. But I have no problem telling you I would never be at a bus stop at four o'clock in the morning um, in that neighborhood. But this is at 630. It was when we were on the air last night. We were we were in the it's office. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it's pretty scary. And it shouldn't this shouldn't be. Um. So he comes running out with a glass bottle. He's chasing people down. Um, he struck a 22-year-old man in the face. It, it was a broken bottle. It wasn't just a... Um, he hit a 49-year-old woman. I mean, this is crazy. And then he um, ran down to the D train. And then he hit a 55-year-old woman. Hello, I'm 55. Who's just sitting in a subway car. They caught the guy. But guess what? 
I mean, they caught the guy right by us, 46th and 5th. We're 45th and 5th. Oh, my. That is scary. Yeah, it's basically our corner. Um, he was quite unhinged. I mean, this is not the first time, Arthur. Yeah, he, but here's the thing. I think he's got seven prior arrests. Seven. I think you're right. And, you know, this is where you know, the, the bail laws and the fact that they've changed and it, it, look, I've been working in these courthouses since 1990. Um, as a prosecutor starting in 92, 93, February 1st to 93, there were times when people were held in on bail where they shouldn't have been. But now, on the uh, tipping the scales in the other direction, there are so many times when people are not held on bail where they should be. And, you know, when people are in Rikers Island, they're at least not going to hurt us. Now, the poor correction officers may be in harm's way and some other inmates or some other detainees, because they're innocent until proven guilty, so they're not prisoners, they're detainees, um, may be in harm's way. But, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know, but this is like a mentally ill dude who's running around swinging bottles. I don't exactly know how you prevent that from happening. I don't know if you have more cops... I, more FBI agents, more CIA agents, more Secret Service agents, more United States Marshals, more sheriffs, more. I don't know if you stop these like random acts of violence. Like, um, what's the movie in the line of fire? John Malkovich, Clint Eastwood. Spectacular movie. But if you're willing to give your life for the life of the president of the United States, allegedly, and at least according to that movie, you could kill the president of the United States. Here, I mean, if you just have random nut jobs who aren't looking to steal, you know, rob you for money or steal your car, I, I don't know how you stop these things. And I know that doesn't make us feel better here in New York, but it, this is not just a New York problem. This is a, a national problem. It could be an international problem. Problem. I don't know. Like, I haven't dug deep enough to talk about are these crimes taking place in London and Paris and Madrid and Rome and, and Athens? I don't know. Are they taking place in, in uh, different parts of South America? I don't know. But boy, you know, I'm always trying to look at the glass half full. I'm actually looking at two glasses half full right now. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, when, when they, this is happening on the corner of 46th and 5th, and we're on 45th and 5th. Hello. Um, the corner of 46th and 5th is, oh, the eyeglass store, the Oakley eyeglass store. It's right across from Barnes and Noble. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's our backyard. I mean, it is, it is literally where we live. So to those three people who are attacked, we send you our condol, or our apologies. We w wish you getting better really, really soon. Um, if I sound a little like disjointed, um, and I, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm busier than anyone else, but, since 8 o'clock this morning, the phone has been going, the emails have been going. In the line of work that we do in the law firm, which is like a lot of litigation work and criminal and civil, this is just a very busy time of the year. I mean, Joan could attest to it. God there's, bless there's, us, right? There's people running around the office all the time. Judge Lewis came came out the other day because there was so much commotion. And he just looks at his watch and he goes, uh, what time is the running with the bulls? 
uh, because uh, anyone who doesn't know, that's a pretty chaotic scene. I have been so busy. I haven't even spoken to my friend Frank from Staten Island uh, this whole week, and usually that that's not the case. Apparently, uh, my name was thrown around a little bit at the rally last Tuesday night in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I don't think they were throwing compliments at me, but... Um, I don't know. I, I'm hoping from what I hear from my con- councilman and the other elected officials in my neighborhood, um, there are not going to be these tents and outhouses set up in the parks where my son Arthur currently plays and that those are just rumors. We're going to do a little Italian-American stuff. Oh, hats off to the um, Daily News, who when reporting today that um, – one of the witnesses in the Donald Trump trial uh, admitted to creating false documents and, and overestimating the value of Trump's assets like golf courses, Trump Tower apartments and luxury real estate developments. The writer of this, David Goldner, said uh, the court will be closed on Monday for Columbus Day. The Daily News, which leans a little bit to the left, just a little Said we'll be closed for Columbus Day. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the Columbus Day Parade. And we're going to talk about something that a friend of mine is doing for a 102-year-old veteran that is just spectacular. Don't go away on a Friday night. I got a half a glass of red wine. I can't wait to have a sip. We'll be right back. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Tonight at 7, it's the Fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas. What does that mean? Broadway reviews, restaurants. We'll talk about things going on in the different bids across New York City and have a cocktail recipe or two. That's tonight at 7. Well, Kevin McCullough's going to have a cocktail recipe or two. Look at that. wonder where you get that idea from, Uncle Kevin. Um, that's He can lift anything he wants from me. He's a good man, Kevin McCullough. Just ask Joni Pelzer. She'll tell you in the next segment. So let's talk about Fastech Industries. Fastech Industries helps you with all your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts, or construction and demolition debris. Fastech specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs and every corner of New Jersey. Their transfer station is open to the public at 200 Bloomfield Avenue, Staten Island, one mile from the Gothels Bridge, accepting dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt. Fastech Industries is the number one supplier of recycled products. Fastech Industries is the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials. Fastech Industries is the number one provider of roll-off containers 
And they are the number one private employer on Staten Island with over 260 employees and counting. So call Joe C at 718-494-1600, 718-494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to FazTechIndFazTechIndcom Fastech is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month. Fastech Industries is a DeFazio company. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Nick Silvestri, University of Buffalo. Thankfully, there are a number of treatment options for patients with myasthenia gravis. These include medications to help improve communication between nerves and muscles, as well as medications that work to reduce the immune system's attack on muscles. And these can be oral medications, intravenous, or subcutaneous medications. We've had a number of new medications recently approved to treat this disease. And if you think you might have myasthenia gravis, the type of specialist you should see is a neurologist. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCare RX, and the information, comments, or views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCare RX. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. And our friends at Connors & Sullivan are doing something really special. They are having these free seminars. So you could sit around and listen to Mike Connors speak to you about wills, trusts, power of attorneys, health care proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan to make sure that you and your family are protected so that the right people are making the right decisions at the right time. How are you going to get to these awesome lectures, seminars, question and answers with Connors and Sullivan's Mike Connors? Monday, October 16th at the Greenhouse Cafe, 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Tuesday, October 17th at Buckley's Restaurant, Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, October 18th at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Thursday, October 19th at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Maspeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Friday, October the 20th at the Lucas Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If for some reason you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. You'll get your own free office appointment. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. In 1492, three ships sailed out to sea. The Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria. And as they sailed the stormy sea on that historic day, from way up in the crow's nest, you could hear Luigi say, Please, Mr. Columbus, the of the ship around. Take me back, I want to feel my two feet on the ground. Why you tell Isabella that the world is round? Lou Monty, the man who sings Dominic the Donkey. This is when they actually use, like, lauded Columbus. But Chris took out his mandolin and he began to play. They sang and danced da 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 until the break of day. They ate up all the provolone and drank up all the wine. But still up in the crow's nest you could hear Luigi crying. Columbus, the ship around. Take me back, I want to feel my two feet on the ground. Oh, why you tell it 
rings a bell that the world is round. Police and Mr. Columbus are turning the ship around. Alex, I don't know if I've ever heard this. I want to uh, throw you a, a bouquet for you know uh, figuring that out. Because I think we need Columbus to turn this ship around, which regarding the statues, right? I mean, he has to come back and turn the ship around again. I mean, Lou Monty is a funny guy, man. Dominic the Donkey is a song we we play. It, it's played all over the place now, but years ago, it was, in a, it was a regular in my house. I believe I have a T-shirt with Dominic the Donkey. It's either Do- Oh, no, my mother has the Dominic the Donkey T-shirt. I have the Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer T-shirt. Okay, we need um, pictures of that. We need yeah. pictures. <laughs> you two together. I, I don't think that's good. Well, you know why I wear the Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer? It's shirt. It's red. So when I'm making the crab sauce on Christmas Eve and I'm covered in sauce, you don't really see all the stains. Ah, smart. That's smart. Yeah, you know, a little bit. I got a little bit of brains yeah, you going You got on. something there in that. Um, so speaking of someone with big brains, let's talk to Mike Sapraconi, who uh, he's a big Columbus Day celebrator. Hello there, Michael. Hello, Arthur. How are you? What a great way to start off our great weekend, right? By listening to Lou Monty. Thank you so much for that. I know. He, he's he, Lou Monty. I mean, there's so many great Italian uh, artists, performers. And, you know, what this day is about, look, you and I didn't pick Christopher Columbus as the the role model, I guess, or the, um, what would you say, the mentor, the... Right, right, for all Italians, right? We did right, not. Yeah. Right. No, but obviously the president of the United States did. I think it was Teddy Roosevelt, um, or he proved it at least. Look, Columbus obviously did some crazy stuff. He did stuff that was really bad, Um even by the standards of 1492, he did stuff that was really bad. However, he did stuff that was really good, like brave. I mean, my dad's like, the guy may have been a nut job to take the risks that he actually took when the whole place thought the world was flat and he was going to fall off. And he said, no, I don't think that's the case. But, I mean, Mike, let me hear from you about your thoughts and your feelings about Columbus Day and, and the Italian-American experience here in New York. Well, Arthur, as you know, I'm a member of I'm on the board of governors at the Columbus Citizens Foundation. I'm the co the co chairman with Aldo Varelli of the Columbus Day Parade for the last five or six years, and it's a great day for Italian heritage. And listen, we've all made mistakes. Uh, they talk about Jefferson, they talk about Washington, they talk about Columbus, but they're trying to cancel our history. And if we cancel our history, how do we learn? How do we learn to do better? How do we learn? about what was wrong in the world well, in 1492 or 1776. It's so important to keep a part of our heritage and our history alive. And that's why this is such a great weekend. I mean, we start on with our gala tomorrow evening, and we talk about our heritage. We talk with people about our heritage. And then on Sunday, we have a great ceremony with all the Italian uh organizations, the police, Italian club, the Colombian club, the fire, the sanitation, all the city employees who belong to the Columbus foundations, they come to Columbus Circle and they, and we hang a wreath at the foot of the Columbus statue. It's a great thing at 930 on Sunday morning. And then we, we put it all together on, on Monday, the great parade, the greatest parade in the country, the biggest Columbus Day parade in the country. And we're, we're respecting our heritage. We're talking about our heritage. And, and people are understanding it. And Columbus is that person 
Columbus, yes, he may have done some terrible, terrible things, even in 1492, like you say. But we can't erase them. We can't cancel them like people are trying to do. We need to understand it and learn from it. And that's what history is about. That's that's what I feel about that. No, I, I agree with you. But look, yesterday... I was in a little text battle with a, a friend of mine who I have I, I hold in high regard. And yeah, I said, "Are you around tomorrow?" He's like, "No, I'm going. I'm going away for Indigenous People Day." And uh, I, go, would, I go, "Would you stop it?" I go, "It's Columbus Day. Stop it." And so he sends me this little blurb. I don't know if it's from Wikipedia or something. How when Columbus came here, he enslaved the Indians and they raped women and all of this stuff. And I was in the middle of the work day. I wasn't going to get into this. And I said. When the wokest university on the planet, Columbia University, changes their name, then we'll have a conversation. I said, or maybe when we change the name of the capital of the United States of America, we could have a a conversation. Because obviously a lot of people thought very highly of this man's accomplishments to name all of these things after him. I I couldn't agree with you more. And listen, if they want to have an indigenous people's day or something, sure, why not? But not on Columbus Day, not on the day we celebrate the greatness of our heritage and being an Italian-American. You can have that day. You can have any days you want. But don't take away other days to replace them. And that's what we do in this country now. That's what it's come to so far on the left. That that's what everybody's doing. Let's just erase whatever's happened if we like it or don't like it. And let's just not tell anybody about it. And let's just do what we want. And, and it's a shame. It's an embarrassment. It's a shame, and it's a disrespect to our heritage. I believe for many years, the Friday after Thanksgiving has been, I don't know if it was Native American Indian Day or Indigenous People Day. You know, as my dad mentioned also, Indigenous people, I mean, they're Indigenous people to all parts of the world. It's not very American. Now, if you said it's Native American Day, well, that's different. But indigenous people that's is a kind that's of right. it's kind of a it's kind of a generic term. Uh, you know, I was so in the Brooklyn courthouse in front of at 360 Adams Street. That is Columbus Square right there. So I'm listening in to a community board meeting and they want to they, they voted that Columbus has to go. And then it was just a vote of who should be who should be replacing Columbus. So the, the meaning before the month before Columbus has got to go. OK, who should be there? And people are like, well, it should be an Italian and Italian. This one. And I believe it was was it America Vespucci or right. some someone else? And, and this young, young man go, oh, I, I could never I could never sponsor him or support that because when he died, he left four slaves in his will. You know, wow. 200 wow. years ago, whether we like it or not, slavery was commonplace. The way 200 years from now, people may look at the fact that, like, we raise animals to kill them, to eat them, that, as we're Correct. like cannibals. The fact Correct. that we, that with the fact that we burn fossil fuels and, um, uh, and, and you have an internal combustion, em- uh, an internal combustion engine. They may look at us 200 years from now, 300 years from now, like, how could they kill the planet this way by burning this black liquid? So, you know, we don't know what we're doing now. I mean, Mike Sepracone, if you look back, I watched an episode of Mad Men, which takes place in the 60s. And there's the family there having a picnic. And when they're done with the picnic on the beautiful mountain, you know, with the the grass, the lawn, they just flick. They just flick the blanket and leave all the garbage, all the paper, the paper cups, whatever it is. And they walk away. Now, in today's day and age, you do that, you get indicted. But, you know, 50 years ago, 
That's just what you did. Well, but I mean, so many things. I mean, you, on, a, on a plane, you smoked, right? But the, how they separated the smoking and non-smoking was there was a curtain, right? So, like, but you still smoked right behind the curtain. So this, and, and you drove. I remember people never wearing seatbelts. We didn't have them. It wasn't what we did then. Not saying that was good. It was terrible. But we learn. We learn from our mistakes, and we learn how to move on and do better things. But you know, I, I and you can't win because if. If he hadn't left in his will to the four slaves, someone would be saying, why didn't he leave anything to the slaves? So there's no winning with it. We need to embrace our heritage, embrace the history of our country and of the world and move forward and learn from that. But if you erase it and cancel it, how do we learn? How do we do better? How do we become better people? It's kind of sad. You know, you know who did a good job uh, protecting the uh, Columbus Day was Andrew Cuomo. He made sure. And and you remember when the I don't know if it was during George Floyd or other times. I mean, he put the the state troopers all around the Columbus Circle, all around the statue. And I was there. He did. And then they made sure that that's now a national landmark. So Columbus Circle can't go anywhere. I mean, you you can talk about how hard. Yeah, that was a big deal. What he did it. You're right. You're right. Give us a little preview about the parade. Well, it's a great. It's going to be a beautiful day Monday. They're saying it's going to be a little cool in the, in the low 60s and a little overcast, but it should be a great day. It's always a fun day. We're going to have millions of people lined Fifth Avenue. I'm going to be there right on 47th and 5th, getting the whole ball started and bringing in the uh, the uh, floats and bringing in the bands, and then we're going to march up Fifth Avenue to 69th Street to the club, to 70th Street, where our stage is going to be. We're going to have some great acts. We're going to be on uh, WABC. Uh, there's going to be a WABC trolley uh, coming around, and uh, John Casamitinas is going to have a show right out there on Fifth Avenue by the Plaza Hotel, and we're going to be on Channel 7, and it's just a great thing. Everybody's excited. Uh, we really look forward to it. It's Everybody becomes Italian on Columbus Day. Mike, Monday I'm, in October every I'm, year. I'm 55 years old. I think the first time my dad had me march in the parade when I was either 11 or 12, because he was president of the Colombian Lawyers Association. And we marched, and I've been marching ever since, missing a year here or there. But the highlight for me, before I let you go, was in 2006, when Justice Scalia was the Grand Marshal of the parade. Wow. And I, I was with him all weekend, from Friday night, from tonight, until uh, when we were in the Columbus Citizens Foundation at the end of the parade. I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of the show. What a What a wonderful, wonderful... Event well, that I'm was sitting, for me. I'm sitting right in the foundation now. We're going to be with the Grand Marshal and our honorees in a few minutes to sit down and break bread. But if I have two more seconds, I want to tell you a quick story. The no, first no. time I ever marched in a parade was 1982, and I was a young transit uh, police officer. And I was in uniform, and I marched with the transit police. And my daughter, Christina, was born in August of 82. So I marched in the parade with her in my arms. And the New York Post used to have a centerfold every year. And the next day, we were in the center for the New York Post. So now that I've been co-chair for the last several years, last year they ran a segment with that picture of my daughter in my uh, arms 40 years ago. And my daughter came and was on the interview with me with ABC. My daughter now is 41. That's, she was She's my oldest. But it was 40 years to the day that we marched in the parade. It was a, a great experience for me and just so important to me and so uh, 
so that, wonderful. Listen, that that is fantastic. And, um, you know, thank you. Thank you for all you do. Do me a favor. When you're breaking bread, tell Judge Janet Fiore, who I know well, Tom DiNapoli, who I know well, and Dom DiCarlo, who I know well. I send my warm regards, and I'll see them tomorrow night. I will, Arthur. I will. We'll see you tomorrow night. You'll be at the gala? Yep, I will be there. I'll see you there. I'll see you All there. right. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back at 6.30 on Friday night. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into. And that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Esco Truck and Equipment. You know, folks, Esco Truck and Equipment can help you with all of your equipment needs, whether it be a purchase, a lease, or rent. The right machine to improve your business, Esco Truck and Equipment, has what you need. Esco provides a full line of link belt excavators, light equipment from Dynapack and Chicago Pneumatic, or handheld power tools from Steel. Esco Parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the field and need a part, Esco certified technicians will come to you on site. To get you back to work quickly. ESCO is there for you every step of the way. With regular maintenance, inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey. Call Joe E. Joe Eugenio at 718-504-2600. 718-504-2600. Or go online to ESCOEquipment.com. That's E-S-S-C-O Equipment.com. ESCO is proud to celebrate Italian-American Heritage Month. ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. So we've been talking about Plaza College's core reporting program. Well, Plaza College, on behalf of the New York 
Court Reporters Association is proud to announce this year's one-day convention, quote, a steno state of mind. A steno state of mind is being held at the historic United States Eastern District Courthouse on Sunday, October 22nd, from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Brooklyn. This full-day event inside the famously historic courthouse will bring members of the court reporting community, working reporters, and students together for six seminars celebrating the high-powered profession. You know that being a court reporter is one of the most important jobs in the courthouse. And if you go to this seminar, you will earn six NCRA-approved CEUs and the latest industry insight. So for more information and to view the exciting agenda, visit, you ready, NYS, like New York State, NYSCRA, Court Reporters Association, dot org slash 2023 full convention. Again, register today at nyscra.org slash 2023 fall convention. Get yourself into the steno state of mind. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Tell us who's singing, Alex. The good old Dean Martin. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling. Was his last name Martino or Martino? I'm not sure. That's why Sinatra gets so many props. They wanted him to change his name. He said, nope. Tony Bennett changed his name. Dean Martin changed his name. Many, many of them changed his name. I believe Jerry Vale changed his name. Um, so, last night, we went to Gracie Mansion on a beautiful evening. There were... I know when I walked through the door late because we did the show and then we went to Gracie Mansion, um, one of the people who were checking people in at Gracie Mansion said, did we hit 500 yet? And they pointed to me and they said, he's 503. Um, so here I am. Hi, I'm Arthur Idala, 503. And um, it was a it was an Italian-American love fest. You know, uh, Eric Adams is vegan, but um, he wasn't there because he's in Mexico telling people, please don't come to New York because I have no room for you. I have no food for you. Um, so uh, they were, there were plenty of surrogates there to fill in for him. And we had a great time. My buddy Dom DiCarlo was there. He's one of the grand marshals tomorrow. I mean, Monday, I should say. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I ran into a friend of mine, Elizabeth Bettina. And she started telling me what she's doing. And I wanted her to come on the show so she could tell you what she's doing. So, uh, Senorina Bettina, tell everybody the wonderful, wonderful act of, I think, I don't know, charity, God, whatever, that you're, you're performing coming up. Thanks, Arthur. Um, good evening, everybody. Buonasera. So um, last year for Veterans Day, um, I had the honor and privilege to honor World War II veterans for Veterans Day. And I had 20 vets, World War II, 96 to 104 years old, honored because for the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II, we were in full COVID and they didn't get their just due. So I thought that was terrible and they should be honored. And um, they were in Times Square. We had a, 
bunch of the buildings turn um, to World War II. I had them at the stock exchange, ringing the opening and closing bell, also with General Milley on the Stephen Colbert show in Giant Stadium. And I got to know some of them. And one of them is, his name is Dominic Critelli. And Dominic was born in Italy in Calabria in a little town called Tiriolo. And he came to this country when he was eight. And he is a decorated World War II vet. And he was in the Battle of the Bulge. Wow. And his plane was shot at and there's bullet holes through it. And he's just lucky to be here. Um, All of the vets last year were amazing and wonderful, etc. And Dominic looked at me and he found out I spoke Italian. And he met other people who spoke Italian and in good Italian. Like like a nice Italian guy, he pinched some people's cheeks. And, you know, even men who were like in their 60s and 70s, when he found out they spoke Italian, he had to pinch their cheeks. So it's it's in our DNA. At any rate, um, he said, you know, I haven't been back to Italy in a while. He had been many times in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the last time he was there was in 2001. And he said, I'd like to go back one more time. Everybody hold on to your hats. Dominic is a young, very young, 102 years old. Okay? And in great shape, doesn't walk with a cane, etc. And I kept thinking, you know, I, did, I would be terrible if I didn't try and bring him back to Italy. He had been to the Netherlands in May with Mission Mark Rotten, where a bunch of World War II vets went back to the Netherlands, where they honor World War II vets. And that is an extraordinary organization led by two wonderful angels who really do such important work. And um, Mission Margaret is great, so everybody take a look at it. And so I knew um, Dominic was travelable, and he has a wonderful daughter who is accompanying us and I'm the guide but Nancy is wonderful and she is an ICU nurse so I know that Dominic's health is taken care of very well and we're going to Italy on Sunday and we are going to be in Rome for a couple of days and we're taking him to the American cemetery because he wants to remember the people who didn't come home wow 102 years said, old. That's wonderful. And he he walks on his own? He walks on his own, yes. Beautiful. Yes. He walks on his own, doesn't use a cane, nothing. Now, obviously, we'll have a wheelchair because I want a wheelchair in the um, airports to go down those long corridors and things like that. But no, otherwise, he's perfectly fine. And Arthur, remember, I've done this many, many times. First was my own grandmother when she was 90 years old. I took her back a few times. And then for all the Holocaust survivors, I took back to Italy and to film the documentary. So I know how to do this. And I know where I'm going. I know who, where I'm staying. Well, let me tell you something. You know, Elizabeth that. Bettina, that is, that is really the spirit of altruism. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, my father-in-law took his mom, uh, my, my great-grandmother-in-law, uh, back to Sicily when I think she was about 102, 101 and 102, uh, yeah. back to the hometown where, you know, she left to bring him and raise him here. He was, I want to say, 12 when he came over. Um, so it's a wonderful thing. So we will miss you at we will miss you at the parade, yes. but um, you're going to be missing it for a really good reason. So thank you for doing what you're doing. I really appreciate you're it. Very welcome. Thanks for the time. And I just want to leave with, with Dominic's words. 
he wants to make sure that everybody remembers with the upcoming Veterans Day that he got the next 80 years and these people did not. And in Rome, there are over 7,800 people buried, military buried at the cemetery and 3,000 missing in action. 11,000 are buried outside of Rome. So I'll keep you posted from the trip and his little town. And we're also going to the base in Naples where they're going to be greeting him with the military band. And he's a musician and he's going to play with them. Oh, my God. Elizabeth Bettina, thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for finding the time to come on the Power Hour. And uh, we wish you luck. Have a great, great trip. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. All right. That's a wonderful thing that that woman is doing for a total stranger. That is very, 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 very cool. That's very selfless. And we should uh, look at her as a role model and as an example of doing the right thing. I am looking at a half-full glass of 2016 Brunello de Montalcino, which is one of my favorite wines. Um, we're going to take a break, and Joan really wants to run the whole next segment. I'm going to be with you, but she wants to do a little Padre Luz libation. More of that wine. She wants to. Do, I haven't. I haven't tra- tasted it yet, but I'll, I'll wait till I'm on the air with you. We Happy beginning of Columbus Day weekend, and uh, we're going to be right back with Joni Pelzer with a lot to report on. Don't go anywhere. It's a- Let us talk about our friends who run the Columbus Day Parade, the Columbus Citizens Foundation. Because for over 75 years, Columbus Citizens Foundation, where I had dinner last night, a great dinner last night, has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to talented Italian-American students who need support to achieve their academic dreams. These scholarships enrich the lives of the rising generation who are destined to be our future leaders. Help make a difference in someone's life today. You could help Columbus Citizens Foundation by visiting www.columbuscitizens.org. These extraordinarily gifted students inspire us every day. Their leadership, passion, and pride in their heritage is a winning combination. The scholarships offer them a chance to achieve their goals and be engaged members of their community. Columbus Citizens Foundation brings us the Columbus Day Parade to New York every year, and you can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. So visit their site at www.columbuscitizens.org. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns. I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. 
Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. So the Sabah family has been running Bay Ridge Honda, the sponsor of this show, for over 60 years. And they're kicking off October's spooky season with scary savings so low that you're going to scream. They are the Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer serving all five boroughs. All five boroughs choose Bay Ridge Honda because you can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles like the all-new Honda Civic, the all-new Honda CRV, the all-new Honda HRV, ready for you to drive home today, and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. Right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. And even if you don't want to buy a car right now, they will buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This sale ends on Halloween 2023. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Small change in this, off in the city, strung out on lasers and slashback blazers, and ate all your razors while pulling the waders, talking about Monroe and walking on Snow White, New York's a go-go and everything tastes nice, poor little greenie. Little David Bowie on Columbus Day. Any particular reason for this there, uh, well, Alex? Just... the theme of today in music. Uh, he recorded this specific song in the RCA studios in New York City in 1972. So I figured, hey, a little New York tie to this day as well. All right. Thank you, Alex Garrett. I'm Joan Pelzer. Are you on the line? Of course, Arthur Idala. All right. Do we want to take... do first? Do oh. we want to do Padre Lou? Or do yeah, let's go. Let's, special guest? let's go Padre Lou, and then you can end with the special guest. All right. So Padre Lou's Friday libation. Now, you know, Padre Lou's away, but he gave me this in advance. He's out of the country. He hasn't forgotten to give us a libation. Get your favorite old-fashioned glass. Pour in some ice cubes. Create those big round or, or square ones if you can. He likes the big ones. He thinks they're cool. Padre Lou is cool. Put in two and a half ounces bourbon, a few dashes of orange bitters, and with a nod to autumn, a quarter of an ounce of maple syrup. It's approximately one and a half teaspoons. Aunt Jemima's fine if that's all you've got, but pure is much better. Garnish it, stir it first, garnish with an orange twist. And Padre Lou has this tiny metal grater and nutmeg. He wants you to put some nutmeg on top of it. So either use ground or sprinkle something that you have at home. Sip, savor, and swallow. This is Padre Lou's Maple O libation. Reflect on the changing leaves and some of the changes, hopefully good ones, in your life. Isn't that beautiful? Very well done. Very well done, Joe. Did you Thank just you. sip your Brunello? 
Thank you. Uh, no, I'll do that now. Why don't you introduce our guest to end All right. the show? This is an absolute honor. So as you've met before, my cousin-in-law, Larry McCardle, who's a canine uh, on Rikers Island. So he's taking part in this amazing event this weekend called Spike's Soiree. So I said to him, if you're taking part in this amazing event, I need to meet the people who are running this amazing event. So lo and behold, we have the founder of Spike's Canine Fund, Jimmy Hatch, on the line with us. Jimmy Hatch, welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Well, thank you so much for having me, Joni, and I'm really excited to tell you all about what we got going on. But let me make something clear. I don't run anything. The team that we have runs it. I'm just the guy who talks on the radio sometimes. But you're the founder, and and I'm just going to give a little background on you. And I do want to shout out to our friend, Arthur, Vinny Levion, because as I told him we were doing this, he told me his good friend, Dan Murphy's brother, there is a Navy SEAL museum, the Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy Museum on Long Island in West Sayville. And Jimmy was a SEAL. So uh, Jimmy is a retired SEAL. And in 26 years in his military life, uh, he was regularly saved by dogs whom he worked with. And his first partner, Spike, is the namesake of this organization. So I'm so honored that you said yes, Jimmy, um, to be on this show. I spoke to Chloe today, and I know your CEO of, of, of Spike's is Emily. But we were honored to get you. So tell us a little bit about this. I know to date you've you've helped thousands of dogs in every single state in the country. So tell us a little bit about Spikes. Right. So, I, you know, like you mentioned, I was a SEAL and I did a lot of uh, missions with dogs. And some of time, sometimes I was a handler and sometimes I was a, a team leader and the dogs were with me. And um, they saved my life a bunch and the lives of my buddies. And when I came home, I struggled a bit trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I ended up volunteering to work with one of the police departments that had helped me out. And uh, one of the dogs needed some help, and the city, I guess, wasn't, you know, they weren't ready to spend the money on it. I was really shocked. So I decided that was going to be my new mission. And it's been really, really, uh, it's been amazing. I've met a lot of good people, and I've been trying to make the public, who isn't familiar with what the dogs do for us in our communities, but understand that the dogs are not volunteers. You know, the officers, they're volunteers. You know, Navy SEAL, I was a volunteer. The dogs aren't, and it's it's incumbent upon us to make sure that they have everything they need to be both safe and effective, but also that they have the, the care they need during and after their careers. You know, a lot of times when the dogs retire, the people, the family generally, it's an officer's family or, or someone in the military, it's the family, uh, is responsible then for all of the financial obligations to go along with taking care of these dogs that we've put through some really tough stuff. And so, you know, most cops don't have 10 grand to drop on a surgery that the dog needs because the dog was sent out into a violent situation and was injured. So we, we're doing everything we can to try to figure out how we can, you know, keep the dog safe uh, and make sure they're taken care of because, you know, the dogs help the officers or, the, or people like me, the military, and it affects the whole community. And uh, a lot of officers go home to their families at night because they got a dog with them yep. that can do the work of five different guys. Well, and in fact, I heard, so you're having this big soiree tonight, and I've heard that um, we all know the story of the convicted murderer that escaped, Anello Calavcante. Did I say that right? Calavcante? Yes, scumbag And the works. canine, and the canine Yoda, who saved him. I mean, who who uh, apprehended him, not saved him, apprehended yep. him and was able to um, really get into that situation. I mean, people are afraid of dogs. When they see the dog, they, they maybe get a little bit more tolerant. And don't run away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, in this case, 
just based on what I've seen on the news, I don't have any insider information, but it was not unlike situations that I found myself in. That, that bad person was laying there waiting for them with a rifle. And yeah. the fact that he didn't get any shots off is probably because he was so freaked out because the hair missile was coming to get him. Thank and God. And that saves those guys. Thank yeah. God for that. So what can we do on the Arthur Adela Power? I mean, Arthur's big into supporting our military and our police. So what can we do to support you? You know, just send people to our website, uh, spikescaninefund.org, S-P-I-K-E-S, letter K, number nine, .org. And they can find out everything they need to know about our mission, see the dogs that we've helped. If they care to donate, great. But another way that they can help us is by passing the word that we're out there. There's just a lot of departments, particularly in places, um, that are, you know, smaller towns, that there's just a lot of places that don't know that we're out here to help. And so we need to spread the word about what we do to get potential well, supporters. And, I know and we also Larry's need to make dog. Sure that we're My dogs. cousin-in-law, Larry, his dog, Zoe, is retired and she's yep. home. He has a new dog and his he's fully responsible for her care. And we love that dog. No one would ever want anything to happen to her now that she's home. But, you right. know, he has to fund that takeover. So we're here to support it. I heard you also wrote a book. I did. It was, uh, yep, a few years ago. And Arthur would probably appreciate a positivity type book. Well, I I think I just discussed some of the struggles I had. I wasn't really keen on all of the chest beater books that were coming out by Navy SEALs. In fact, I don't even use the term Navy SEAL in the book. It was just about the things that I did overseas and then how people helped me when I came home, which is really why I'm here doing what we're doing. And we're going to be at the top of the World Trade Center tomorrow raising money to take care of these dogs. Absolutely. So look for uh, SpikesK9Fund.org. Jimmy Hatch, thank you so much for joining us. Arthur, back to you. I didn't want to steal your thank thunder you. there, Joni. Thank I you, brother. Thank you. I excited about this. I know. I know, Joan. You kept texting me. Please give me five minutes. Please give me five minutes. <laughs> I want to thank you, Joan, and Alex, and Sam Bellino, and everyone who puts the Idola Power Hour together. Um, unlike the vast majority of radio and TV show hosts, um, this is not my main job. This is a great job. I love it. I don't consider it a job. I consider it like the greatest hobby ever. Um, but sometimes I'm really busy, and today I was really busy. Um, and Joan has been doing a great job and spoon-feeding me stuff, and Alex and Matt make everything so easy for me. So I want to end the week by thanking you. Chuck Schumer once said there are two tests in life, the Friday night test and the Monday morning test. The Monday morning test, are you happy about going to work? Are you happy about what you're going to do for the rest of the week? And the Friday night test is, are you happy about what you're doing this weekend? Who are you going home to see? And I'm with Luca, and I have a friend here from high school and her child, and my um, uh, my wife and children are on their way out, and my sister and brother-in-law, niece and nephew are coming here. I'm going to run back from Suffolk County to Manhattan tomorrow, after, tomorrow late afternoon, early evening, to go to the Columbus Citizen Foundation uh, Gala at Cipriani Wall Street, have a great time, and drive right back here. It's only like an hour and a half, so I, I, I can handle it. I'll have some fun in the car. I'll go back and I'll listen to Ask Frank Anything, and um, maybe some denunciations. And... Um, Sunday, we're doing the whole pumpkin picking thing. We have this tradition we've been doing since, uh, I, I think this is probably the 19th year, um, 18th or 19th year since Luca, yeah, probably 19, was a little boy, or maybe even before he was born, actually. I've had I've been out here in Suffolk County 19 years. My friend Annette and her husband Dean and their children, who are little kids, little girls, Gia and, and Danielle and Mike and Josh and Carly, and it's going to be great. Um, Stacy, I mean, we, we just... We go to a place called the Milk Pail, your apple pick, your pumpkin pick. 
Um, Arthur will be running around having a blast. Then Bring we'll some probably, apples back to the office. We'll probably come back here in my house and order some pizza. I do still have the hot tub on, so who knows if we jump in there and then um, head back early Monday morning and march in the Columbus State Parade and celebrate our Italian-American heritage. And remember, folks, America, a beautiful Italian name. Have a great weekend, everyone. Shop will chop and linger while I buy a wedding ring for your finger. In the meantime, let me tell you that I love you. Bona seda, senorina, kiss me good night. Bona seda, senorina, kiss me good night. Senorina, kiss me good night. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. The National Italian American Foundation believes in celebrating and advancing the inspiring achievements and uplifting values of the Italian culture and presence in America. They do so by giving out almost a million dollars a year in scholarships to deserving Italian-American students, in grants that promote Italian-related projects, and in heritage travel that takes young Italian-Americans to Italy to visit the land of their ancestors through the signature Ambassador Peter F. Secchia Voyage of Discovery Program. Moreover, the National Italian-American Foundation serves as the voice in our nation's capital for more than 15 million Americans of Italian heritage by working closely with the Italian American Congressional Delegation and the Embassy of Italy in Washington, D.C. If you believe in protecting, preserving, and promoting Italian heritage and in strengthening and empowering the ties between the United States and Italy, please join in by enrolling in NIAF.org. That's NIAF.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.